This podcast contains audio extracted from the Harry Potter Theory Extra YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today we'll be discussing how Harry was able to resist the Imperious Curse in the fourth installment of the series, The Goblet of Fire. It is here, in both the novel and film, that we are first introduced to the three unforgivable curses. They are the Imperious Curse, the Cruciatus Curse, and the Killing Curse, all of which were taught to Harry and his fellow students by that year's defense against the Dark Arts teacher, Professor Mad-Eye Moody, who, as we later discover, was actually Barty Crouch Jr. impersonating Mad-Eye. And so, it was during one of the fake Professor Moody's lessons that he instructed the class on the Imperious Curse, a spell rooted in the Dark Arts which gives the caster the ability to control the mind and actions of another witch or wizard. However, not only did Mad-Eye Moody teach the students about this curse throughout the course of the lesson, he then actually performed it on the students. A little odd, but if a pretend Professor Moody can be believed, this was in fact a direct request of Headmaster Albus Dumbledore. So what can you do? In any case, by the end of this hour-long class, Harry was able to resist the effects of the spell. This is actually quite astonishing as many witches and wizards of much greater experience and skill are unable to do so. Now, if this was the only instance of Harry resisting the curse, perhaps we could write it off as a fluke or dumb luck. It could even be speculated that perhaps Mad-Eye hadn't been putting much effort into the spell and that it was a much weaker version of something you might experience from a wizard who really wanted to control another person. But then, near the end of the Goblet of Fire, Harry once again demonstrated his ability to resist the effects of the Imperious Curse, and here it was the Dark Lord himself who cast the spell. And there's no arguing that Voldemort would have wanted the effects of the curse to work, not to mention he was one of the best Dark Wizards of all time. So how exactly did Harry resist the Imperious Curse, not once but twice, within the span of one school year, at the mere age of 14? As it turns out, there may be a couple reasons for Harry's ability to resist this particular curse. One of the most interesting has to be the fact that the Imperious Curse wasn't the first of the three unforgivable curses that Harry was able to resist. As you may recall, he was the first known wizard to not fall victim to the Killing Curse when Voldemort cast it on him as an infant. From what we know, Harry's ability to resist the Killing Curse was directly linked to his mother's love and sacrifice of herself to save her baby. But since her sacrifice resulted in her death, clearly Lily Potter wasn't the reason for Harry being able to resist the Imperious Curse. Perhaps, though, since he had already resisted one of the unforgivable curses, the most deadly of the three, he was somewhat conditioned to be able to resist the other two. Then again, Harry wasn't able to resist the effects of the Cruciatus Curse, so there's no concrete proof that this theory holds up. Rather more likely is the simple fact that Harry was a somewhat rebellious young wizard with a distrust in authority due to his upbringing with his abusive extended family, the Dursleys. He was also incredibly strong-willed, a characteristic shown throughout the series in how he would stand up for what he believed to be right, fought for his friends, and took on dangers far beyond his skill level. Combined, these characteristics are likely what allowed him to resist the Imperious Curse, a spell meant to bend the will of others and have them blindly submit to the wishes of the caster. And with that, we've come to the end of another video. What did you think? Do you agree with me? Please share your thoughts in the comments below. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, don't forget to like it and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, remember, 
It does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live.